Welcome to the Health Detected Podcast with Roberto Parker. Join strength and conditioning expert Roberto Parker as he shares his over 35 years of experience in training athletes and helping people achieve their fitness goals. Now here's your moderator, Chris Whiting, with Coach Roberto. Yay. All right. Hey, this is so exciting for me. Uh, Welcome once again to the Health Detective Podcast with Roberto Parker. Okay, I love doing this podcast, but I have a confession to make. I was driving from Kansas City, Missouri to Springfield, Missouri on on Sunday, and I listened to the Health Detective Podcast for the first time because I don't like listening to myself. Um, I love doing podcasts. I hate listening to myself, but my wife made me listen. Roberto, we've got a good podcast here. I think we do. Yeah, Yeah, this is you're right. This is good stuff. So I listened to two episodes. I'm like, okay. um, I know when I do this podcast, I learn stuff from you, but like, this is a good product we're putting out here. We're like Abbott and Costello or Laurel or Hardy. Yeah, you know what? I'll be. I don't know which one I would be in either one of those um, analogies, but I'm happy to be any of those four because uh, I think we're putting out something that's good for people. Like, yes, absolutely. I, I know you do good for me personally. And, you know, in my selfish little world, typically like that's enough. Hey, it's helping me good. But this is great information for people. So I just want to say before we even get started, if this is your first time listening, go listen to the rest of the podcast. Roberto knows his stuff and it's definitely worth listening to. It will change your life. And today's topic is no different. Today, we're going to talk about fasting, which is all the rage in the popular media right now. But it used to just be a thing that was kind of relegated to like religious circles. So um, I'm going to kick it over to you, Roberto. It's your podcast. I've talked long enough, but let's get into fasting here. Well, fasting is basically abstinence. Abstinence from food, from drink, from it could be even certain activities you're doing. Now, there are certain levels of fasting. Some are very aggressive. Now, as I mentioned before, we got on the air here. I believe with the Ramadan, in which the Muslims do, they fast without water, which is very, very wow. aggressive. Now, I don't know if I recommend that, but that's one form of fasting. Fasting has been around for thousands of years before mm-hmm. before the days of Moses. Fasting yeah. has been around. So, and obviously, yes, it's been around for spiritual reasons where people come in contact more with their spirituality and their body and their mind and all those entities connect together through fasting. Now, in the modern day sense, why is fasting taken on such a popularity impact? It's all the rage it today. Is, I know it is. It's all the rage. But you got to be careful, folks, because you want to find a licensed, certified person who knows what they're doing and can customize a program based on fasting. And we're going we're gonna to get into ketosis here in, in the next podcast. Find a person who can monitor what you're doing and individualize and customize according to what your needs are and your motivation levels because that's important everybody has a different motivation level Mm -hmm. and and toughness level so to speak but fasting what it does biochemically it lowers your blood sugar most americans have way too high blood sugar or technically known as glucose Mm -hmm. and i have found that in the lab work that i've analyzed with most of my clients customers that their blood glucose levels are way too high 
Seriously? Now, wow. you know, glucose can be measured fasting glucose. It can be measured postprandial, which is after a meal, within two hours after a meal. That's one mm. way to measure it. Mm -hmm. And through A1C, which is like a three-month average. But the genesis of most diseases that we call diseases are from the root core of having too much high glucose and too much insulin. And that causes a lot of issues in the body. So fasting is a way to, to lower blood sugar and also stabilize insulin. Now, fasting also will help clean up the debris in the body. You know, the, we talked about this before. The body is always regenerating and turning over cells. So mm -hmm. you have leftover garbage cells in your, in your body, to lack a better term here. And fasting is a way to help clean up the debris. Because we have a lot of debris left over, that will increase the potentiality of disease and also increase the aging process, which we don't want. No. Okay, now, fasting has also been linked to, in the prevention of and the treatment of things such as cancer, Parkinson's, Alzheimer's, diabetes, and certainly obesity, if it's done correctly. Okay, so that, yeah, that's a question I have, like, what is correct fasting? And you can tell me if this question is related to that or not. Like as a kid, more on the religious side, they would talk about fasting, skipping meals or skipping a day of meals. The The term I hear now is intermittent fasting yes. a lot. So I don't know. I don't know if you're ready to go into that or if oh, you yeah, want to go. Can, we can talk about it a little bit here. Intermittent fasting is this. And what I recommend for most people is try to pick out a window within the day to consume your meals. For example, Technically, when you sleep at night and you wake up and you eat food, that's called your breakfast. The that's the word breakfast. Breakfast because you're yeah. breaking you're breaking your fast after an eight hour sleep. Let's say yeah. So let's say you have your first meal of the day at twelve noon, mm -hmm. and you have your last meal of the day at six p.m. Mm -hmm. So you consume all your calories, all your nutrients between the hours of twelve and six. Thus, you have now done a eighteen hour fast so okay so you That's have 18 hours where you don't eat right and then you have six hours where right. you consume all of your calories right. that healthy uh it, it can be yes because i believe most people can go most of the day without eating because the way we evolved as human beings as hunter gatherers we gathered during the day and we feasted at night or in the evening okay okay because during the day as i said before we are all cavemen and cave women in, in suits and ties and and so forth and with cell phones today that's really what we are yeah so we have that that same microbiome today and genome so you're going to gather and hunt during the day mm -hmm. and you're going to consume at night and i'm not saying you should just starve yourself if you're going to get sick during the day don't be stupid about it but you can, yeah, really. you can you can train yourself to where you can you can eat most of your calories if not all of them within a six to four hour you can even be more aggressive you could have Start your uh, your first meal of the day at two p.m. and conclude at six p.m. So now you now you've got a twenty hour fast, right? Wow! If my math is right there, yeah, you could make it even shorter. You could start it at at four o'clock and conclude at six o'clock. So is that safe to do on an ongoing basis? Because I'm going back a few years here, but the conventional wisdom back then was eat like you know, six, seven small meals during the day and spread them out? Like, what? what's the difference? Well, you know, I know that was popular for a while, but everything that I read today 
some people dispute that. Mm-hmm. The problem, like getting back to the glucose levels, Americans are too what we call sugar dominant, not fat dominant. Now, sugar dominant means you're relying on glucose as your main source of energy. In other words, glycogen. And the problem with glycogen is this. Glycogen is equivalent to me starting a fire with small branches and twigs. Mm-hmm. Kindling. What, exactly. What happens over a period of short period of time with that with those twigs? Well, it burns out. Poof. They're yeah. gone. Now, that same fireplace or fire, I put in a nice, big, fat, juicy almond log, which is the equivalent of being fat dominant, which gets oh. into which gets into the ketones. Okay, we're talking about the next podcast. How long is that going to last in that fire? That's going to last a long time. So I'm saying if you become more fat dominant in your body's energy consumption, mm-hmm. because like I said, the body relies on glycogen and another form that the body can be relied on is ketones. Mm-hmm. Now, ketones come from the liver. I don't want to uh, get too much in the next podcast here. Yeah, I don't but, want to give too much away. Okay, yeah, so, we got that coming up. So the ketones are basically is where your body energizes fat for energy. That's going to sustain you much, 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 much longer. And you can train your body to the point where you can go all day without eating and just have that small window of eating or opportunity to eat. Now, if you're more glucose, sugar dominant, guess what? The fire burns out quickly, and now you're starving. Now you're hungry. So, okay, so let me ask you this, Roberto. On Sunday, I mentioned that we drove down to Springfield, but before we did that, we went over to my niece's house because it was her birthday on Cinco de Mayo, and we brought over donuts to celebrate the birthday. So I had several donuts they were delicious, and they hyped me up, and then I completely lost all of my energy. Sugar Is that dominant. because... Okay, so that was the kindling that was burning up Absolutely. and going away. Absolutely. So I was not burning ketones? Uh, no. Okay. Not, not, not even close. Not the big fat log we were talking about. <laughs> no. Okay, gotcha. I mean, it may have tasted very good, Oh, they Chris, tasted delicious, yeah. But, but you feel like crap afterwards. I did, yeah. Okay. I felt terrible. Okay, well, another good thing about, about fasting is that if you do it correctly, it will increase your growth hormone production within the body. Now, fasting has been shown. This is fact. References. It will improve the growth hormone production average in a man by 2,000%. Okay? Shut the front door. Okay. Now, for women, it's not quite as good. It's about 1,300%. Okay. Uh, only 1,300. Only 1, <laughs> yes, women. Yes. And now, what's growth hormone? Growth hormone is the hormone of youth. Growth hormone is what you start to lose as you age. Mm-hmm. But if you are intermittently fasting or sometimes long-term fasting i didn't talk about that as much no long-term fasting is where you go for let's say 34 40 46 48 hours without eating except maybe some water wow drinking water maybe some black coffee Mm -hmm. maybe some green tea or some clear broth that is a long-term fast and it's good to do those occasionally i don't recommend doing it every single week or every day obviously yeah but I believe that most people, yes, should intermittent fast become more dominant on eating higher fat foods so that nice, big, fat almond log is supplying the energy. In other words, the technical term is called beta oxidation. 
Yeah. Okay. You want to have beta oxidation. You don't want to rely on glucose as your main source of energy. That's the whole premise behind fasting and this whole ketone thing. So if somebody wants to um, start intermittent fasting, would you say, you know, start with a, an eight hour window during a day when you eat a six hour window or, or do they really need to talk to somebody and figure out based on their own physiology what they should be doing? I'm glad you mentioned that. I, I talked to so many people who think they know all this stuff and they really don't know. Uh-huh. Uh, I, I, I've talked to clients over the past several years. Well, you know, I really know what to do, but I really just don't do it. No, you really don't know what to do because <laughs> if you did it, you dumbass, you'd be doing it. You really don't know what to do. So I, I have no uh, empathy, so to speak, for people like that. So people don't come to me and tell me you really know what to do because I don't want to hear that. Because if you really want to make some changes in your life, you need to find a professional who knows what they're doing, who can design a program for you and sit down with you and consult with you and set up an individual customized program for you to get to the next level of where you need to be. Mm-hmm. Okay. Look, I know how to change the oil in my car, but I sure as hell cannot overhaul the engine. Uh, that's fair. Okay. Yeah. So do you know a little bit about nutrition based upon what you read on maybe uh, some website yeah yeah but beyond that no most people don't know if they did they'd be doing it right yeah so if they if they were to come to you let's say you could teach them how to do like intermittent fasting i'm assuming on a regular basis like that's you should pick a window during the day on a regular basis where you intermittent fast? Uh, I'd say you can intermittent fast every day. Once again, each each person is different, folks. Okay. So here's what you need to do. Everybody's going to be different based upon their motivational levels and where they are currently. So everyone's going to be a little bit different. If I'm dealing with someone who's a very disciplined individual, who's into health and fitness, who loves this stuff and breathes this stuff, then yeah, it's probably going to be a little bit simpler for that person. But someone else who just hates to work out, who who loves food, who loves the social aspect of life and loves to just enjoy food and people, it's gonna be harder for you. Yeah. Bottom line, because you, you're Preach. gonna have to you're gonna have to make some changes, some positive changes in your life. Now here's the thing. You have to ask yourself the question, what's more important, what I'm eating or my long term health? Oh man. Here's the thing with you. I, I love that it's always real and it always comes back to lifestyle choices. God. Isn't it amazing how that works? Yes, it is. And it's so hard. Ah, So so we've talked a little bit about two different types of fasting, intermittent fasting, and then just regular fasting where you take a longer time yes. where you're not eating. Now on, and you mentioned you could do, you know, black coffee, maybe some green tea, maybe some broth on the longer fast. Can you do that on intermittent fasting as well and still be considered a fast? Uh, Yes. Usually with intermittent fasting, though, you're going to be in, you're going to increase your caloric intake. So it's going to be like your regular day. So let's say you have your first meal at uh, 12 o'clock. You're at work. You have an apple, maybe some peanut butter or something like that. So that really doesn't count technically as um, as a long term fast. A long term fast to me is where you go pretty much all day or several days without eating anything really solid. Wow. Okay. Except green tea i've done i've done that before i i've fasted for i did about a two and a half day fast one time well all i had was uh, to betsy all i had was uh some tea and some, I don't, i'm not a coffee drinker i had tea and some broth that's all i had 
And and MCT oil. Did MCT oil? MCT okay. oil is like kind of like coconut oil. Uh-huh. MCT oil helps to uh, it helps to proliferate the ketosis process in your system. It's good brain food. It's it's uh, it's like a good good solid fat for the body where the body can feed on that. Well, okay, which is part of fasting. And so did you find that your energy really flagged when you were doing that or were you I found that man, I had all kinds of energy. Yeah, I did. Seriously. It, absolutely. Could I have a little bit of uh, 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 tendonitis in both knees uh-huh. and when I was doing that, I noticed my tendonitis was practically gone. Wow. So there's some there's some pretty neat stuff that can happen once you're fasting. Now, the, the problem with most people is getting to the point of doing that. Yeah. The process of getting into long-term or sometimes intermittent fasting is difficult for some people. That's where you have to have a professional work with you mm-hmm. who can really set up some realistic goals for you. Okay. Okay. And when you do that, you get away from burning glucose for energy. And then you're burning ketones, which is where people start losing body fat. Do I have that right? Yes and no again because because your fasting does not necessarily mean you're going to get into ketones. Getting into a full ketosis sometimes takes weeks. Okay. Oh wow. Now you can start transitioning that way. Mm-hmm. Okay, where your body's using less and less and less glucose over a period of time, but you're not going to hit full blown ketosis just by doing a one day fast. Okay. T- typically speaking. So and see, here's the thing. I've read a little bit about this online, and I think. Through my questioning, I have totally displayed my stupidity on this and and displayed why we need to have somebody who knows what they're doing help us with this process if we want to improve our health, if we want to use tools like fasting to do that. So, Roberto, if somebody wanted to work with you who obviously knows what they're doing, how would they get in touch with you? 816-405-7703 is the phone number. Email is rwpsports at yahoo.com. I'll be more than happy to work with your listeners out there. Give me a call. Email me. Text me. Just say, listen to this podcast, and I'll give you a 20% off. Hey, hey, that's the first time, folks. We've got a deal here on the Health Detective Podcast. 20% off if you mention Health Detective when you get in touch with Roberto. And if you're like, well, I don't, I'm, I'm nervous to call him. He sounds pretty intense. Go to his Facebook page and you can see... I'm you, a teddy bear. It, well, <laughs> I don't know if I'd go that far. But you are a very nice guy who's very concerned about helping other people reach their full potential. So how, how can they find you on Facebook if they just want to like test drive a little bit before they call you? Uh, you go to Facebook. I don't know all the the uh, URLs and all that stuff. Yeah. But just go to Facebook and you can friend me at Roberto Parker or go to Innovative Sports Training in blue springs and you should find me okay there you go folks hey roberto thank you once again fasting it's all the rage right now you just want to make sure you do it right and you can do that if you talk to roberto thank you all once again for tuning in for listening to for streaming for downloading the health detective podcast this is how you turn your life around and we'll talk to you next time Thanks for listening to the Health Detective Podcast with Roberto Parker. You can contact Roberto at 816-405-7703 or by email at rwpsports at yahoo.com with any comment or question you may have. Join us next time for the Health Detective Podcast with Roberto Parker. 
The Health Detective Podcast with Roberto Parker has been a KCTK production. Produced by Roberto Parker, Chris Whiting, and Paul Lavoda. All rights reserved. For more information and content, email us at kctkradio at gmail.com.